0: This podcast was produced by RFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air. You are listening to The Ironality on RFM. Kia ora everyone. My name is Arina Aiza and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast The Ironality. I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin. And to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, Hello from New Zealand. So, the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. So, this episode is also a Arena Reflex episode. I think we will have them until the end of the year. Um, And I was hoping that we can talk about holiday boundaries, Why? Because I've been seeing a lot of conversations about this online and it is something that I want to reflect on myself and like based on my cultural identity and whether it is even possible to have boundaries when you are a person of color and you have culture embedded in your holidays so yes, I do want to talk about that and I know that the holiday seasons are coming up with it being Thanksgiving in America, which isn't something we celebrate here, but because I follow a lot of people over there, so it's on my timeline. And also the holiday seasons are coming up as well with Christmas coming up. So I think this is a really good time for us to talk about this and if you have other celebrations that's coming up as well, I know that Diwali happened a few weeks ago and Chinese New Year is happening soon as well. For my culture, Idol Fitri, uh, Raya, is happening in May, so we do have some time to prepare before we go on holiday. But I think it's always good to learn about boundaries, not just during holiday season but just for your own sake of sanity just in general normal everyday life it's very important to know your limits and whether or not you can handle people more than you should um, the things that you shouldn't tolerate yes so I do want to talk about that and before I do I remembered something about the lockdown, the year's lockdown. I borrowed some books from the library, and one of the books was the life-changing magic of not giving a F word. It's a book by Sarah Knight, and it's about like setting boundaries and not caring about what other people think of you not letting the expectations of others affect how you are doing as a person in everyday life and I think this book was very useful in some way so I do want to talk to you about this and this is very personal to my experiences you know it might like change your life but it might not change everyone's life that's not what books are supposed to do so for me the book was very useful for learning about people pleasing and why I can't please other people it was also useful for me to set boundaries with my friends uh, or people who are like you know they're not like family but like they are people who you can cut out of your life That was very useful because I learned a lot about how to say no when I really mean it. For example, if people invited you out for something and you're not feeling so good about it, how do you say no in the most honest way but still kind? So, for example, if someone invited you to go ice skating, you don't like ice skating but you like the person. So, instead of saying, oh, maybe some other time they probably think that you are interested in ice skating. So actually tell them that, no, ice skating is not my thing. So maybe we can do something else. You know, just being honest about why you're saying no and stuff like that. And I don't want to go into too much to detail because I think I did do a Arena Reflex on Saying No episode. So you might want to check out the podcast on that because I think that was a whole 26 minute about it. So the book, it was useful on those things. But what wasn't useful for me was that... So the book talks about setting boundaries with family. The reason why I don't relate to that was because it did not have that element of culture in it. Like as a Malaysian woman who has family members you know there are certain things that I just can't say to my family members and expect to get along on the next um, holiday season or maybe you know there are things that if you say stuff that it's gonna be really bad for family so yeah there are cultural things that's not reflected in the book but I don't blame that. It's just that probably the book's not, not the best for me because the book was written by Sarah Knight, who is a white woman. So yeah, I really hope that I could find a book on boundaries uh, by, for, and about ethnic women, you know, people of colour, because I think I would relate more to that, um, especially with culture being something very important to family And religion, you know, um, things like that, that is very hard to be distinguished when you live together as a family. That's very important for me to put out there because um, even when I was doing the research for today's show, I realized that there were so many things that I couldn't set myself Like There are certain tips which I know that there's no way I can say that or there's no way that could ever happen in my family um, because it just feels very wrong. But I think what's good is that we find balance in the collectivistic um, side of your family and finding some ways to be around that as well because as much as family is important, you are important too. So I think both individual and collectivistic cultures is important for us to be a functional human being. So yeah, let's talk about that. I do want to talk about the different kinds of boundaries that could be violated during the holidays. Firstly, physical boundaries Physical boundaries is basically who is allowed in your personal space, Uh, for example, who can touch you, how close someone can get to you, who can use your personal items, who can go into your room. So these are the physical things about you that it's good to put boundaries on. I think it's very different to a lot of people. You know, some people are very comfortable with sharing a bed. Some people are not. Some people have really strict, like privacy uh, matters that they do not want to be discussed um, with other people. Some people don't like people coming into their room. Some people don't mind because they just don't care. So I think it's very important that you know yourself while listening to this podcast, you know yourself where you fit and where you belong because it's very different to a lot of people. And I remembered a book that I read a few weeks ago, The Art of Showing Up, How to Show Up for Your Community and Yourself, something like that. Um, That book changed my life because the first thing about being around people um, that you have to know about is... The things about your physical boundaries, you are the only person who really knows which boundaries are important to you, which boundaries are more flexible to you. So keep that in mind when you are listening because... Everyone is different. So you might be on the lesser side of the spectrum and some people might be on the more extreme side of the spectrum. Some people are somewhere in between and that is totally fine. So yes, physical boundaries. Who is allowed in your personal space? Who can touch you? How close someone can get to you? Who can use your personal things? So reflecting on the physical boundary uh, section... I remember reading a Instagram post, um, something about boundaries, where a person who has been traumatized as a child, they are not comfortable with strangers or even people in their family that they're not used to hugging them. And that is a boundary that they have, which people have to respect, right? But there are certain situations where the parents would tell them no you have to hug her she's your auntie you know you have to shake his hand he's your uncle or something like that and which makes the child uncomfortable and also makes the child question whether his or her boundaries are more or less important than what the mother thinks is best for them so I think this is a very important thing to mention as well because there are generational things generational things that happen in the family which is very normalized you know it's very normalized for you to be kind to your uncles for example but what if you're just not comfortable with them and no one should force you to be comfortable with them if you're not so um, that was a really heartbreaking Instagram post that I read I don't remember where the source was from but yeah situations like that always make me think about the future you know when I have my own children that is definitely something that I want to be aware of so that I don't push things on them and make them feel like they don't deserve to have boundaries yeah so that is very important also regarding your personal belongings there are certain things that you might not be comfortable sharing with people so uh, it is very important that you make yourself clear on that whether it be Hygiene, so there are certain things that you just don't share with people, but um, unfortunately, we do live in a world where some people don't care about their hygiene, so they share everything. So, yes, so putting that boundary with the people you live with so that they are aware that you know there are things that you just can't use so that they don't violate your boundary, and that is perfectly fine because it is your belongings and you deserve the right to not share it with anyone that you don't want to yeah so that is physical boundary um, a very important one and even though it's the most obvious one sometimes it's the one that's most neglected we just feel like some people don't have to have a boundary with you but actually there are things that you don't feel comfortable with. So that is totally fine. Um, So that is physical boundary. Next one is emotional boundary. So emotional boundary is not taking on other people's emotional burden when you don't have the capacity, uh, not engaging in triggering topics, and also separating yourself from your feelings. Um, When I read this, The thing that I can imagine is being in a room with your relatives and suddenly a triggering conversation comes up. For example, in my culture, it is very normalized in some ways. Um, I think a lot of people are having conversations on this now. But people in the older generation tend to assume stuff as well. Like, oh, when are you going to get married? And when you do get married, during your first year or your first month of your marriage, people are going to ask, so when are you going to have children? Are you pregnant? And when you already have a first child, you're going to ask, oh, when's the second one coming out? Um, And I know a lot of people can relate to this as well, not just people in my culture, because there are people who are like that, who think that it's okay to um, just be nosy about everything you know um, so how do you deal with people who say stuff like that and it's not it's not just about like your life you know some people comment on your weight like oh you've gotten fat since the last time I saw you or they will comment on you being underweight Um, which also says that maybe it's not a good thing that you were underweight or overweight maybe you have an eating disorder or anything so it's very important that you know you know how to react when triggering topics like that happen to you I honestly don't know how I would react if I was in that position but based on the things I've been reading some of the things that you can say is this is not a topic I want to discuss right now or um, can we talk about something else you know things like that but to be honest like like I like being honest on my podcast I, there's no way I can bluff my way by reading scripts I have no idea how I would step up and be honest with people who violate things that I don't want to talk about you know it's definitely something I have to work on over the years and you know there are triggering topics um, that I can think of but I don't want to mention here but I think there are things that you can relate to as well you know how do you manage when people ask questions and you don't want to answer it because it's just none of their business so yes that is emotional boundaries something arena has to work on um you might have to work on that as well but if you have any suggestions or some stories that you can share with me maybe you set a boundary within your family before this please let me know because that is definitely something i need to prepare myself for if i ever be in the same room with people who question or uh, violate my boundaries like that so yay that is something something i need to know about communication boundary oh this is something similar to emotional boundary but um It's similar but like different at the same time. So communication boundary is how someone is allowed to speak to you and what someone can or cannot say to you, how you speak to yourself, how you speak to your others. So it's okay. There are some overlaps with emotional boundary. And some of the things that you can say is, you know, please don't speak to me at that tone. I don't want you commenting on my appearance. I apologize for speaking to you that way. It wasn't right. Just setting those boundaries and, you know, it's easier said than done. There's no way that I think I would have the guts to uh, naturally say stuff like that. It would take a lot of energy and a lot of thinking before I can actually stand up for myself and say all these things and actually mean it and hoping that the other party, knows I mean it. So yes, definitely something that we all have to work on. Uh, Next one, next kind of boundary that is very important for you to have during the holidays is time boundary. Why? Because you'll be spending a lot of time with family. And I don't know about you, but for my culture, sometimes we would visit other people's houses and if they live far away we would live with them or we would like live in a hotel but we would spend a lot of time with people that we usually don't spend time with so this is where time boundary is important time boundary is how much time you choose to spend with others and how others should respect your time it's also about people respecting your time uh, in a way that they are not late to certain meetings um, so that they know that, you know, some people are very punctual. Um, and it's also different for different cultures, you know, some like cultural view of time is very interesting. Um, I know that Japan, that it's like punctuality is so important. There was an incident in the Olympics this year that there was a story about like athletes being late and gets disqualified, things like that. But yes, cultural view of time is very interesting. Setting time for when you can be spending time with people and when you need to leave, that is very important during the holidays because if you're someone like me, you have a limit to how much time you can spend with people. My limit is like I don't know maybe two hours max you know if it goes longer than that I, I I can feel myself like dying inside but I'm very good at telling people when I have to leave kudos to myself on that but I know that some people they have the fear of missing out they feel like it's disrespectful for them to leave and you know that it's very normal if you feel that way So this is why we're talking about this. Set boundaries to how long you can spend time with people. So in the beginning, tell them, I can only stay for an hour. You know, give them a time. And also, for example, if you're expecting people, tell them, let me know if you'll be late. Or tell them that please arrive by. A certain time because some people if you don't mention that they just think that you have nothing else to do and except waiting around for them so it's very important that you set that boundary so that people don't think that you know they can uh, violate your boundary like that and especially in the holidays when you live with people um, it's very hard to run away from them so try to find time for yourself set some time for yourself to go out and breathe or just lock yourself in a room and just like breathe. I think it's very important uh, over the holidays because it can be very overwhelming with a lot of people around you, especially if you're an introvert. The last boundary that I want to talk about today is mental boundary. And this is something that people experience as well during the holidays. And Mental boundary is allowing yourself to have personal thoughts, beliefs, and opinions that differ from others. Being okay with others not agreeing with you. I really like this. It's definitely something that I have to work on myself. There are people who are more on the conservative side. There are people who are more on the liberal side, you know, things like that. And Like not to mention politics. So there are so many differences in individuality that can happen during the holidays. It's always important that you don't let people feel like they can change how you think. And you don't think that you can change how other people think. Because it gets really messy when you think that you can change everyone and how they think. So this is a really hard one, Um, but saying stuff like, it's okay if you don't agree with me, and also saying stuff like, I respect your perspective, even though I do not agree with it. Um, I don't know how I can ever say this um, or have those words come out of my mouth, but as long as you don't beat yourself up for disagreeing with something, or you don't beat others up for them disagreeing with how you think or how you view the world. You can still have a good time with your family um and not have those differences be something that is stopping you from having a good time with them. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of things that I have to work on as I'm as I'm talking to you about the holiday boundaries um especially on the emotional and communication one um so i'm glad that we're in this journey together and if you have any tips or stories that you want to share with me you can definitely send me a dm um on my instagram Because this is definitely something I want to learn before I go back to Malaysia. Not sure when that happens, but you know, that's something that I need to prep myself with before I do go. Um, So, that is the end of our episode of the Ironality today. I hope you learn a lot about holiday boundaries, how to be there for yourself um, while setting boundaries with other people. And the kinds of boundaries we talked about today was physical, emotional, communication, mental, and time. So if anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarena at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arenaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM.